When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show on a Live Nations Friday, Lucy Goosey edition of the program. Great to be with you. I'm Jeff, that's Tom, Director Matthew, along for the ride as always as well. Thanks for being you and for being here listening to us. Ah, Friday, here we go, baby. Football nearly upon us, Florida State football that is. Less than 24 hours watching this sucker. Woohoo! I know it's UMass. Just ready to watch the Knowles again, man. Things keep shaping up nicely in the ACC for Florida State. It's going to be weird to kind of gather the troops here and see what's possible. By the way, on Twitter, it's at Jay Cameron Show. And uh, if you're along there for the chat on WarChant TV, don't forget to like and subscribe. Make sure you like. Pound that like button, baby. Pound it. Boom. Do we have the clip? Did we bring over? Old Scotty? Yeah, I can find Old Scotty. Ready to pound a bottle of brown liquor is what he said, That was after a Bojo dunk that we had on those airwaves at the time, which was really funny. Florida State won it on a dunk. Yeah, I remember hitting the... the buzzer. (laughs) I remember going right to the studio and trying to record the full show, SVP and Rosillo, because I knew that there would be a take on it. Well, Rosillo baited him. He's like, that was a really nice play. (laughs) And it led to the uh, the infamous... Pound it. There it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. We kept that forever. That was good. Um. All right. All right. I'm situated. I'm ready to roll. Everybody, good. Guys, good out there. Hey, by the way, thanks for the response, everybody. So you know, I ventured down the road yesterday of asking for a uh, responsible and uh, humane uh, source for uh, for protein for meat and uh, where places. Uh, you know, what places around town did that? And I found them. I found a lot. A lot of people responded. A lot of people had a really insightful. Um, commentary and uh and and links and uh ideas for me to 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 check out just say hey take a look here take a look there this place is pretty good over here too i got people in atlanta i had people in tallahassee thomasville wasissa all over the place there's butchering going on all over well but it wasn't it wasn't about that it was kind of cool it was actually with some of those folks they actually wanted me to expound so i did but it the place to do that was off the air right kind of explain where i'm at with all that so it was good Lucy goosey Oh, man, I was a little worried that that would happen last night. The Dodgers uh, win, running away with it, uh, ugly. So is the series over again? No, but I, uh, you know, I kind of worried about it. I was like, damn, their next two starters are really good. This is problematic. I could just, wanted to get that one. You know, the Bucks are without four starters again this weekend. It's unbelievable. Who are we missing now? No Gronk, no Antonio Brown, no uh, Levante Ooh. David, no Richard Sherman, which we knew. Uh, maybe several other guys out too. Bucks are, I mean, the walking wounded again. No AB. Maybe Mike Evans will stop pouting this weekend because he'll be targeted more frequently. I haven't really picked up. Is he targeting that bad? Uh, uh, I don't know that the targets necessarily are terrible, but his body language this year has been more than noticeable. Multiple games where he's... He just kind of shuts it down because it's not an accurate throw or he's open and Brady's not looking his way. Yeah. It's interesting. A little dynamic at play. Nothing crazy. We talked about it yesterday how Fox made 
you know, T.O. Cam, uh, very profitable Ugh, over the decades. You know, the worst. It's not gotten to anything like that. But if you watch every single play of every single game, then you notice it. And you go, Mike, chill out, man. The dude just won you a Super Bowl. It's going to be okay. Yeah, you know, we the, the weirdest thing is whenever you talk about Mike Evans, you have to acknowledge a lot of things while also not being afraid to say some other things. And I, I sometimes have probably erred on the side of being overly critical of Mike Evans because he's got, uh, <laughs> I was going to say something wildly inappropriate about his hands that uh, are shaky, oh, that, yeah. are, that yeah. are suspect at times. Rocks for hands. We'll just, yeah, yeah. We'll just, yeah he yeah. does. He's old stone Situational hands. rocks. Yes. Uh, old stone hands will, will rise up in a game and you're like, oh, fourth drop on the day, huh, Mike? That one was on third and nine. Going to need that one. So that drives me crazy about him. But... You also just have to acknowledge that off the field, apparently, he is uh, an awesome dude. He does a million things for charity. He's a great guy. He's gone out of his way to – I mean, he's philanthropic. He does a lot of great things, um, which I like. I appreciate it. Well, the best thing about his game is actually his get off the line of scrimmage. For that size. With that size, you don't think it's – no, but yeah. he just consistently runs by dudes, mm -hmm. different parts in his career. And he uses his, his body really well, yeah. obviously. Once he, yeah. once he stacks, you He can wall trouble. you off and then bam. Well, that's the number one thing is that he, he gets on top of you, he stacks, and then you're, what, are you going to go through him? I mean, it's, it's, he's a big dude. Uh, so he knows how to play with that size. A lot of guys are that size. They don't know how to play with that. He does it better than most. That's the other part that you always have to acknowledge is that he's really good. I mean, the numbers are the numbers. He's a great player. He's just inconsistent, occasionally pouty. And, uh, yeah, this, that's been... I think it's because of the emergence of Antonio Brown being Tom's second favorite target, and it's not close. Like you know, the golf is eighty-seven, eighty-one. That's when the golf begins. After that, it's like fourteen, mm -hmm. and you know, maybe twenty-five. Giovanni Bernard, Leonard Fournette's climbing up the rankings. Well, very like, much so. How often, when we have to have a play, do you think that? Oh, well, this ball is going to Mike Evans. Like, not, not often. Not often. I'm now. usually saying it's going to AB or Gronk. Right. If Gronk right. is healthy, it's going to Gronk. And it's not that he hasn't made big plays. That first <laughs> drive up in Green Bay was huge. That was great, yeah. The interception that Tom threw in the second half in Green Bay was on Tom. Evans is wide open for a touchdown he there. He misses him, yeah. Right. Although he does get his hands on him. But yeah, anyway, well, yeah, that's I mean, just... Uh, that, is, that is quite the airmail. Yeah, it's not a great throw. Just great players, you know. They make those tough plays. And one catch in the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 No, I listen, I, I'm... It's just interesting. He's not out for tomorrow. He needs to have a big That's game. What, it's, here you go. Uh, you get all the targets, every single one of them. Go make some plays. But, uh, I mean, it's weird. The Bucks are 5-1. and one. Uh, The other good news is that Antonio Winfield was uh, – Antoine Winfield, I should say, was uh, cleared uh, concussion protocol. There you go. So, need that. The secondary needs the help. Yeah, we do. I'm, um, I'm tired of all these damn injuries. Get it together, everybody. It's pissing me off. Every, half the team's well, hurt every week. that's the key for tomorrow. We don't want any more of them. I will get to – no, we don't. You just leave those injuries where they are right now make them better. Get some rest. Here we go. Long-term development. we got a big five weeks coming up after this one. Just get through this one, clock in, clock out. So circling back to the Braves, obviously that became just a, a baby seal clubbing. That got ugly real quick, and it was sad, and I was like, oh, okay, well, this is not even a game. I wanted to at least see a game because I didn't care about watching that Cleveland game Turned out to be close, but good God, everybody's hurt. It's just a hard old game to watch. Man, I got killed on that one. I made a uh, calculated play based upon some information, advanced metrics, and uh, one of those things was if you look at the two, two, uh, excuse me, the two teams, stack them up against each other, the highest rated element of either of the two teams was Denver's run defense. Oops. Right, right. The worst rated element between the two teams was Denver's coverage. 
So you would think Case Keenum, he was in the low 200s. I think Case Keenum's going to go over the number. Mm. Nope. Unfortunately, Dearness Johnson. Yeah, had a day for the ages. And he, he becomes this season's highest graded running back across yeah. any game, any player, you name it. Yeah. Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook, healthy Christian McCaffrey. No, it's this dude on a Thursday night. I saw somebody in my league picked him up uh, against a, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours who's into the gambling. And uh, I thought, oh, that's a toughie. My man picked up, you know, because his back is on a uh, bye week. He grabs him. Thanks for the 30 points or yeah, whatever it was uh, last night. You're like, he was a monster. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. I do think um, that game, uh, I, I, I knew to run and hide from that game. I, there was nothing about it I liked. I didn't, I didn't have a, a feeling for the total. I didn't have a feeling for players. I didn't have a sense. For, I just like this game. It's too hodgepodge. It was an important win for Cleveland, though. Didn't look like Denver was all that interested in being there the first half either. Like, the way that first quarter goes, you're like, man, this game's this is a problem. They look disinterested. Yeah, it was an ugly game. Uh, I back and forth with that. I actually caught myself watching a little Terrence Mann late last night. Oh, you stayed up late? Well, friends came into town. Oh, they right, were in town. right, right, right. They didn't right. arrive until oh, way past my bedtime. They didn't arrive until ten forty-five, and they've been on the road. They drove from Miami. Mm. So when you you know how it is, anytime you've been on the road for six seven hours, you're wired. When you get out yeah. of the car, and you yep. need you need to be up a little bit. You get the so, cocktail to well, settle I down. To do the right thing. I don't you know somebody rolls into your house and you're like, yep, okay, good to see. I'm going to bed. So I stayed up. But I was tired as hell because I'm an old man, and I go to bed at like 10 every night unless there's a big game. And uh, Cleveland didn't qualify as a big game to me. So I was kind of like, you know, and the Braves are losing by nine runs. I could probably call it a day because it looks like Taylor's just going to hit another home run every time he comes up. So I should just take it on down the road. Um, and the next thing I knew, I, um, I I got my second win watching the NBA. Bryce uh, told me, hey, the Clippers are on. Let's go. Let's watch. He wants to watch Terrence Mann all the time. Loves him, which is great. Good guy to, to, to look up to, and he played great, and that game turned out to be great. i tell you what, just because I, you know, early in the season, I don't watch a lot of NBA because of all the other stuff that's going on, but I'm glad I watched that game because it was just a friendly reminder that Steph Curry's ridiculous. He's just ridiculous. I mean, other area codes all the time. You cannot extend a defense out that far. You cannot. He'll just blow past you, especially when he gets a mismatch on the switch. And you're like, oh, nope, that big is screwed. He's out on the island against Steph yeah. with those handles. You're done. Yeah, the legacy of Steph Curry is that there's going to be a three-point line like at half court. You know, silly. In about 20 years, it's just going to be like, what are we doing here? The three-pointer's got to be moved all the way to half court because these guys could just make it. They grew up watching Steph Curry break all sorts of records, efficiency records, total three-pointers made, the ease with which he does it at his size. Yeah. It's crazy. No, it's – it's uh. Kind of fun to watch, and uh, he hit two huge threes in the last minute of that game, came down to the wire. It was a lot of fun to watch. I, uh, I also kind of was – I had an extra hour or two to really lock in. I told you I'm not a big card this weekend, Tom. I am okay. over – now, I worry about myself. You know how it is. You do? Good. Yeah, Good. well, you know how you do this, by the way. Uh, you can be over-informed, over-prepared. Now, that's not true when you're giving a speech or you've got to understand something thoroughly enough to teach it. But it is true in gambling. I think you can have too much information because if you just keep mining the information, eventually you get bogged down in the minutia of numbers that are probably not going to have an overriding effect on the game. You need to know some core things, of course. Everybody understands that. Is this team's run defense dreadful going against uh, a top five rush offense? You know, those kinds of things are important to know. 
you know, if, for example, you were to look up a number, uh, say the University of Miami, and you see that they're last in the country in tackling, you could assume some things about Miami, namely that they're quitting and that they're soft. And that's a great thing to see about them. You'd be like, well, it, the numbers tell me Miami, soft. They're just, a, yeah, that's what they are. Soft, yeah, we'll, soft. we'll leave it there. Yeah, Maybe uh, the Warchan happy hour later you can say something yeah, different, yeah. But, but not right now. But it was great because I'm looking at that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great, which made me feel even better about my NC State pick because NC State has a running back who's not soft, and I don't think they're going to want to come up and tackle him. So I still worry, by the way, that we were a little, uh, you and I are rightfully suspicious Yes, you're right, Preston. It is paralysis by analysis sometimes. Uh, it's um, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, that's important information to know. Some of this other stuff I don't need to know, and now I know everything about this game from the starting left guard of uh, UTSA to this thing. You know what I'm and like? At some point, we're delving too deep, but I am worried about why that number is still three. The NC State game. Yeah, that is fishy. What, what don't we know? What don't yeah. we know? I did some fishing around. I, they're not missing starters. There's not – I don't know what's did going on. Did a club on South Beach let us a, a sharp <laughs> know that NC State's going to sneak out of the hotel tonight? I, I cannot figure it out. It's very interesting. Uh, and I saw where Felica – now he's a Miami alum, but the Bears took the Canes right after – the day after he yeah. tweeted out that they're 0-6 against power f- their last six Power 5 uh, games – and they've mm-hmm. covered once. Yeah, well, you know who he took last week? And, and you could do this for anybody who's a sharp, but still, I couldn't believe that he even got to this place. He took Boston College over NC State last week. That was dumb. He's doubling down. It's personal now. He got embarrassed by the BC pick. Well, this is a bad team to double down on. I, I mean, really? We're going to double down with Miami? I didn't even hear him make the pick. I was on game day, and I saw the board behind him, and there was the bear on Boston College. I'm like, What? What? Hey, the, How do you arrive at that point, sir? Please. No, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I would also note here really quickly, Clemson's, Clemson's in trouble. So they have uh, Joseph, uh, uh, not a kid, the, uh, mm-hmm. the wide receiver. Yeah, he's out. He's, he's out with COVID. Um, and then not only that, uh, he's their leading receiver. 18 receptions, 352 yards. He's averaging almost 20 yards a catch. Now, they don't make a lot of yeah, catches down the field. No, Wuhan's going to put him out there. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't it's, not, it's, not real. it's not real. It's a hoax. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my favorite part, though. Uh, they could be without uh, Frank Gladson, too. So that's their other good receiver. And actually, there's a bit of a word that um, they're, they're kind of nervous. E.J. Williams could be out for a week or two, had his knee scoped. So now all of a sudden— Did you say two weeks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. uh, there's a reason I'm doing this. Uh, Dabo's going to cancel the game. That's what he's going to do. He's going to forfeit. So if that happens, um, they've got problems. I mean, can you imagine? You have your three top receivers out for the game against Pitt, and your offense is ass to begin with. Mm. <laughs> Please use... That particular sequence of words with Walt next week. And your offense is ass to begin with. <laughs> and see how the folks at uh, Twin Peaks or wherever the hell he hosts his Friday show <laughs> handle that bit of language. Please do. I love it. Now, Walt, uh, talk to me about the relative health of the wide receiving core. I know there may be one, two, even three guys out. That's devastating news for an offense who's ass to begin with. That's how you want me to do it? Well, yeah, Jeff. Uh, that's a little strong there, but... Oh, uh. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Well, I don't know if it's a little strong. I think it's true. That's, uh, that's a bit of a problem. Hey, and did you see this? Because it affects Florida State. 
you know, I take a look around. I, I survey the landscape, what's what, going all the way back to when I initially, I mean, this is however many years ago now under Nick Saban, when I first started telling people on the air that Bama table is different. Every time I tune in to watch Alabama, and this is before that he'd rattled off 10 straight top two recruiting classes. And I was like, man, they're, they're feeding them different at Alabama, everybody. Whatever's going on at that table needs to go on at this table. Tallahassee table has got to rise up to the Bama table. We still have it. All these years later, we still have it. Very few have. There are exceptions. I do look around some other programs. I'm like, eh, they're big too. But Alabama always just looks Herculean. So, you know, it, it, whatever. It's Alabama. It, self-perpetuating the success. It's just on top of the, you know, the, the previous year's successes. But in the same spirit of surveying the land and asking, are we doing all that we need to be doing in order to compete at a high level? Are we as involved, as committed, as engaged as we need to be in order to continue this, this, this climb, if you will, all right? Are, right. We, are we doing everything right. Yeah, you want possible? to see syringes on the ground outside of the training facility. Well, I mean, clean stuff up, but, uh, you know, whatever you got to do. What's that? Uh, Wait a minute. Vitamin B shots. Don't worry about it. Whatever we got to do. a pharmaceutical truck on fire outside of Doka. <laughs> Whatever we got to do, all right? These are trying times, but we have to be sure that we are keeping up with the Joneses. So get this, man. Tell me this didn't raise an eyebrow. Now, I, you know, ever since I stopped running the now defunct IFollowTheKitties.com, I have not locked in on individual battles or you know, kind of backstories for certain recruits that might help inform uh, uh, more in-depthly an opinion about a player and why he chose a certain school. I just surface level this thing. Very, very, I take a cursory glance, I look around, and I go, oh, I see where the number one rated defensive tackle has decided not to go to USC after all and now committed to Georgia. Who doesn't anymore? Who doesn't say yes to Kirby Smart in Georgia? Which, again... Are we as committed as Georgia seems to be to winning recruiting battles? We may be as committed, but are we as capable? That would be my question. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you can have the commitment, but you might not be able to commit. Yeah, you can't. Do like, I'd things. love to commit to the university enough money to have a skybox. I don't have the capability to commit you enough to, to have, have the skybox. Sky yeah, I'm committed enough to do it. Yeah, but you know, you're not. You don't have the financial I means mean, I to, need do. to pre present a check. Yeah, yeah, that's We're the problem. There. I'm committed, but <laughs> right. I. Oh, you need it. You need money. I see. I see. I just wanted you to know that I was loyal. I do have the level of commitment necessary yeah, to yeah. to get the box. So, uh, you know, I look at this stuff. Stop spamming me. I'm on the air, everybody. So, uh, yeah, here's the thing. It's old Wuhan Dabo. Well, he's pissed. He's gonna sue you. He's blocked his number. So here's the thing. Here's why I bring it up. North Carolina, obviously not in the midst of a good season. Some would say uh, they have not lived up to preseason expectations. Tom correctly first guessed that the Tar Heels were a fugazi, that they were fraudulent, that the goats could be played anytime you mention North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we have a yeah, goat chip. I we got the goat that. chip. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Look at that one kicking. He's so excited. That's uh, Mac Brown right there. there. Go there to go to the best. Look how athletic Mac is. Yeah. Now and that's that's the problem. Mac looks like he's about to die. I got to tell you. I told you that. I'm not kidding. Something's amiss. Uh, he looked off on the sideline. I'm worried. Mac's going to die. Anyhow, well, we're all going to die, but he may be dying soon. Uh, so just I, when it happens, understand. Not I'll, that I'll be. I'll come back to you and I'll say, you know what? what you one up my own yeah. Arnold Palmer call. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but the Earl Palmer call, he's 105. I well, mean, it wasn't hard it was, to think that Earl out, Palmer was going to die. It was out of a positive spirit that I made that call because mm-hmm. Jimmy Roberts is crying he in his interview. I'm like, something's yeah. up. This is wrong. And he's in his office. He's not in the golf cart on the 18th green for people to say hello to him. What's going on? I don't like this. And then he's teeing off on the first tee and Hootie oh, or and Billy, Hootie's whatever his name talking is. Talking about him in the past tense? Right. He's right, right there in front right, of you, Hootie. Right. I did it from a place of a full heart. Yeah, you just kind of brought Mac down a little bit. Here's no. hoping it's just the uh, the career that's uh, dead and buried, right? What I'm saying is that when they panned over there on the sideline, when the game was still in the balance, Mac Brown looked like he was going to die, and I kept thinking, yeah. "What the hell is going on with Mac?" He's also putting on the pounds. Mac, push away. My man is huge. Anyhow, okay. Having said that, damn, this is a comprehensive takedown. Okay. So, last night, did you see this? Zach Rice, the number one offensive tackle in the country, committed to North Carolina. Why on earth would you commit to North Carolina? It's a program about to fall off a cliff. Their little one-day window special season a year ago is over. It's into the side of a mountain. Howell's out of there. What are you doing? Hmm. That he's is the, curious. Yeah, okay. He's the number nine overall prospect. Number nine overall prospect in the nation. Where does he hail from? Chapel Hill? No. I looked it up because it was bothering me. I thought, this is not right. This does not sit well. Why is the number one offensive tackle in the country saying, by the way, here are the teams he said no to. Alabama, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame being an offensive line center. Sure, that makes total sense. Yeah, so Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Nope, going to go to North Carolina. Mm, are you? Really? That's what we're doing. What's his name? His name is Zach Rice. Zach Rice Chevrolet in he's, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah, and he's uh, he's from Lynchburg, Virginia. But, uh, hey, man, two fingers to my eyes. We need to take a closer look at what's going on in North Carolina. You're North Carolina. Ass. Can't beat Florida State ever. Stop it. What are we doing? Committing to North Carolina. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply jeff camera show 93.3 real talk radio war chant tv libations friday lucy goosey 
Yeah, you guys chimed in. You're right. Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, we we are still resenting and lamenting, rightfully so, uh, the fraudulence of the NCAA and their blatant uh, and wanton disregard for North Carolina's over-the-top academic fraud for 20-plus years that allowed them to basically do whatever they wanted uh, and, and not have to suffer consequences like the rest of the teams that, um, you know, played under the banner of the NCAA. But now the NCAA is virtually... Uh, irrelevant, fairly impotent to say the least. And I, I'm my point would be, uh, why don't wh- why don't we do the same? Because well, sure, I don't yeah. think there are consequences. Well, if the NCAA says in that situation that because the false classes that never existed were available to the general student body, because of that fact, they can't punish the athletic department. Yeah, why, crazy. Why wouldn't you just keep doing it then? Oh, I, I m- m- we talked about this that day. I mean, there were a lot of other infractions too, by the way, that they ignored. Like okay, well, listen. So apparently, it is the wild, wild west, you and it became even more of the wild, wild west when we were able to do nil. So I'm like, okay, well, then forget about it. Take section eleven, young man. Mm-hmm. Section eleven's the one you want. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> we got our guy. We good to go. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. My man, how are you, good sir? I'm good. You know, you know what's going to happen though. One day, there's going to be a kid that's going to go to a school, and you're like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. And he's going to get an L nil contract. Mm-hmm. For maybe um, he could be pitching, you know, cryptocurrency, right? Or something, mm-hmm. and he makes like five million dollars, and he make cuts one commercial, and then what do you do then? This is all about to happen. I mean, yeah. places that are set up to help these kids with their NIL to make a ton of money uh, are going to have a distinct advantage. And some places will have the ability to do that in a way that most schools can't, just in terms of how long they've been around, the tradition, the amount of alumni, rich alumni at that, right, that are willing right. to cut a check for a guy to stand out in front of their car lot. Um, you know, I, I, this all stems, Lee, before you joined us, I was talking about, I find it suspicious, two fingers to my eyes, two fingers back to you at, at North Carolina. They, they've had yeah. an underachieving season. Zach Rice is the number one rated offensive tackle in the country. He's recruited by Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go to North Carolina. Really? Right. Really? Okay. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, all right, my brother. Let's do this thing. Oh, by the way, yep. 10-day combo package, huh? All sports for only 100 bucks. Yeah, so I, I get so many emails and calls, and people tell me all the time, hey, I love your stuff. I see you're like, you know, I'll do some other podcasts and things like that and uh, radio shows, and they'll be like, I'd love to join you. I just don't bet enough for my financial situation doesn't allow it. So I'm like, okay, let me think of something to do where I can get everyone involved. And we've done, like, some combo packs for, like, 10 days, two or three sports for, you know, like, 297 397 So I said, well, I have an idea. We have the Equinox now. We have all five sports going on, football, basketball, because it start, doesn't start Halloween anymore. You know, all these professional players, they, they don't want to play back-to-backers anymore, or, or very rarely. And then... Uh, you can get baseball playoffs, hockey, and UFC. Ten days, we text you the games. You're going to get them between like 2.30 and 3 o'clock Eastern time, and then on weekends, 10.30, 11 in the morning. You can get 75 to 80 plays for a hundo, a $100 bill. And uh, Yeah, that's, that's nicely done. You're probably going to make money. Even if you're a $20, $30 player, you're going to make back what you paid for it in one or two days, then you got the next eight or nine days for your profit. So just one way to get it, ParamountSports.com. 
Ole Miss, LSU. LSU shocked us to some extent, uh, really everybody, with half a football team due to injuries and opt-outs and then obviously an off-the-field situation. And they go out and beat Florida. It's a bad look for Dan Mullen. I don't feel like they're going to rise up here. I like Ole Miss minus 9.5. Do you disagree with me? I'm going to take a different approach to this game. Do you think Ed Ogeron told his team before the game that he was he was out? I think so, yes. And I think yeah. they, yeah, I think they were aware of that. Yeah, <laughs> they, they came out. I mean, like a house of fire. And Florida should have been the team. I mean, Florida. I was. I gave that to my clients. I'm thinking, oh, Florida's going to come to play. They lost as a 23 point favorite last year. The whole shoe throwing game, mm-hmm. and they had nothing. It was no. they were dead in the water. So they didn't even have a game plan. So um, just underwhelming performance by Florida. So I think there's no way that LSU is going to play like that. So we saw their A game last week. Let's say we see their B minus C plus game on offense. Then you got Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral listed as doubtful, but he's taking the snaps uh, during practice. He's probably 80%. I think you're going to see LSU, which always plays a slow game. There were some crazy touchdowns that were scored last week. I don't think you're going to see that craziness. And they're like bottom 15, 20% as far as pace a game. They'll probably get off 55 to 65 snaps while LSU, Ole Miss, I think they're going to, they're not going to hurry it up like they normally do. I think they're going to take their time because their quarterback probably can't just run up to the line as quick as he used to. I think this game goes under. So, uh, mm. you know, both teams, uh, per, you know, participating in over. So under 76 and a half. I think it's a smart move in this game. Oh, that's nice. NC State minus three against Miami. Okay, I need you to clarify this. I don't understand the line. I think NC State wins by three touchdowns. Nobody agrees with me. I've seen the Bear. I've seen all these other guys taking Miami. What am I missing? Sometimes college football is the craziest thing. So Miami was off for a week. They had a bye week. You would think game planning, and after getting shellacked, embarrassed last year against North Carolina, they come out and play hard the first half. Nothing. Like they were dead. North Carolina was the team fired up. They did some show some sort heart in the second half. What was crazy? One of the worst calls. So they're sitting there. I think there's like 14 seconds left to go. Got the ball in like the 15 yard right, line. Right. You got to throw in the end zone, right? Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Oh yeah, sure. That that's the only play there. So what do they do? They throw into the center of the field on a slam. Yeah, it gets batted. Yep. It can either get batted or the safety or the cornerback can make a play on the ball, gets batted or intercepted. Sure enough, the, the lineman tips the ball up, interception. So one of the dumbest calls we've ever seen. And he was lucky, Manny Diaz, that it was a game. They gave up 31 points in the first half, and they missed a field goal in North Carolina. They should have scored 50 on him in the first half. And I think North Carolina kind of let off the gas. There was some poor play calling on their part in the second half. Give Miami a little bit of credit. You know, they, they played hard in the second half, but they haven't covered a game at home in the last six games. There'll be about twenty twenty five thousand 25,000 fans that'll kind of, you know, just meander through the stadium, <laughs> you know, get, get food and refreshments and, you know, just just kind of be in their own little zone. It's a night game. It's a it's a date night, something like that. Take the kids to the ball game. Uh, so uh, I, I, I think that, that NC State, how about this? They only have really one big-time player that's probably going to get drafted. Their left tackle in the top three, four rounds. They're just playing as a team. They took apart Boston College like it was just like a, a, a business meeting here. I like, I like North Carolina State. I think they win the game 37-27. Yeah, I like him. I like him to roll big. I I, I don't yeah. see this game being that close. All right, so it's interesting. Pitt is uh, Pitt is a favorite over Clemson, which 
you know, it's just interesting to say out loud because of how right. dominant Clemson's been. But then you look, obviously, we all know Clemson's woes on offense uh, at this point are not a fluke. I mean, this is every week they look dreadful offensively. Uh, word on the street is that those players are not in love with DJ, the starting quarterback, who refuses right. to run the ball, I might add. Um, so now all of a sudden you've got injury troubles on the uh, at the wide receiver position for Clemson. Right. It's it, I love the Clemson defense. Do you give the three and a half of your pit? What do you think about this game? So... Clemson offensive line decimated with injuries, and they're not any good. Right. Then you've got the defensive line that has lost two of the top three defensive linemen for the year. So I'm looking at the receivers getting no separation. They're hurt. DJ's not what we thought, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little surprising. The only guy playing decent is Kobe Pace right now. They're running back, and he can't do it alone. Pitt's offense if they can get some semblance of a running game, Kenny Pickett could have a big game here. I mean, here's a guy, if they win this game, he looks good. 21 touchdowns, only one interception. They're going to talk about him. He's going to be in the top three in the high school. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's good. And you talk about spread records. A lot of times it tells you what the team is all about and how they're playing. Tigers 0-6 against the spread this year. Make it 0-7. I'll tell you something, Brent Venables wishes he would have bailed last year. Trust me. Uh, I like Pitt, thirty-one twenty. I wish he'd get the hell out of there. That'd be good. There's still time, Brent. Take it on down the road. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Knowles are huge favorites against a dreadful UMass team. Florida State seems to have found an identity. They're playing a lot better right now, and they're getting healthier. They come off the bye, but that's a big number, 35-and-a-half, depending on when you got it. What do you say? Yeah. Well, UMass has got to be happy. They got the win over UConn. UConn is terrible. Mm-hmm. UConn lost the fumble in that game through two interceptions. Uh, penalized left and right at key moments. So they're probably sitting and feeling pretty good about themselves right now. And then you look at, at UMass, they just they can't push the ball down the field. They got one decent running back, this kid Mayweather. I remember whether he, he's decent, number seven. But other than that, they have no receivers that can scare you. Even their kicking game isn't very good. Their punting game, not good. Uh, I like I like Florida State. I think they win this game something like 47 uh, to ten, yeah, you and me are on the same page. I had yeah. it fifty-two to ten or fifty-eight to ten, okay. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so the Bucks are without Antonio Brown, without Rob Gronkowski, without Levante David. Obviously, Richard Sherman is out. There are some other injury injuries that they're worried about. They're beat to hell, but this is not a great Bears team. That's a big number, thirteen and a half. What do you got? Yeah, um, I think the Bears can hang in this game. So I think that we'll probably see Tampa Bay score high twenties, low thirties, but. You just think that, you know, the, this young quarterback for Chicago, I think he's going to be really good. And he just needs to learn his progressions. A lot of time, once he sees the first guy's not open, he just takes off. So it's just a matter of time. I think Tampa Bay has bigger fish to fry. We've seen them be disinterested in a couple games, mainly uh, the Philadelphia game. So I think they win this game, like uh, 27 uh, to 17. But uh, I'm going to take the points here. I'm going to take uh, Chicago. Game of the week, Atlanta and Miami. What a dreadful game. I will not be watching that football game at all, but I don't mind betting on dreadful football games. So how can folks get it if they want it? Uh, just call 800-400-9741. I found something in this game, so you don't have to watch it. Just bet it <laughs> and just win it. <laughs> Sometimes watching hockey or, <laughs> you know, or, or, or one of these UFC events uh, where you don't know who the fighters are. So, uh you can get the game, 800-400-9741, if you want to participate and get that 10-day all-access, all five sports, 
just a hundo, hundred dollars. We text you the games each and every day. Um, like I said, uh, should be a lot of fun here. ParamountSports.com. Always appreciate it, brother. Enjoy the weekend. Okay. All right. Thanks. Take Peace care. Up. Well, Sterling Paramount Sports uh, joins us every Libations Friday. We go through the games there. It's a, kind of a fun I – mean, his particular card. Now, he caters the card a lot of times just to what we're doing here. Yeah, it's uh, not the actual it's not his. Play. Yeah, it's yeah. not always his bets. But he'll take the games and go through the interesting ones and who he would who he would take here. Uh, I figured that would be his take on the Bucks game, by the way. I do think we'll sleepwalk through that game. It's highly possible, especially given that Chicago can play stingy enough defense. They'll want to be there for that reason. We'll see. My hope is that next Friday when Lee comes on the program ahead of the Clemson game, it's the 29th of October. It's been years since we've had the great pumpkin shootout. Please, Lee, if you're still listening or watching. Let's get that great pumpkin shootout going, Lee. we got to have the great pumpkin shootout one more time. But he's he has blessed us with October several times That's right. already in October. Well, and the, the calendar in two weeks is about to turn from not October to November. It's October to November. Get ready for it. <laughs> The Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. You know when you have to make a hard choice, like between chocolate brownie fudge or lavender ice cream? Well, where it gets really tough is choosing an internet and wireless carrier. Like, do you choose fast gig speed internet or one that blocks malware? And then what about wireless? Do you choose unlimited with 5G or the most reliable network nationwide? Or wireless that's number one in customer satisfaction? Well, with Xfinity, you don't have to choose because you can get all of that with Xfinity. It's internet and wireless so good, it keeps one-upping itself. Get Xfinity Internet and Mobile together for $35 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement. Visit an Xfinity store to learn how our Switch Squad makes switching fast and easy. Requires paperless billing and auto pay, ends 11-15-21. Restrictions apply. New performance starter, internet customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Compares optimized pricing to top carriers. Xfinity Internet required. Alan writes, Jeff, I love FSU, but I understand that some kids go to the school for the academics. If you take that into consideration, he's not going to North Carolina for the academics. We just got done documenting the in-depth academic fraud that they were guilty of. Um, non-classes, nonsense. That guy's going because they paid him to go there. Allegedly. Well, that's now on the up and up. That's the thing that we've got to figure out over the next four or five years is, like anything else in life, you got to create goalposts. We don't want to go too far one way, but when we try and balance the act, then there's also a point where you say, whoa, all right, we've corrected the course, but this is too far. What have we done? The uh, conversation that we're um, going to be having in the not-too-distant future that's already, uh, there's it's the whispers about what Florida State has to do to compete with uh, other NIL programs and uh, opportunities is uh, needs to be ratcheted up. They they were forward thinking about this. Yeah, they put out a good video that yeah, one time, and they had to put. But the problem is that you need your alumni, your donors, your boosters, the people that are going to help provide these opportunities with the NIL to pony up the money to to give these kids the chance. Yeah. You know what they're saying again? Well, I mean, look, that's how this works. You, you've got to find a way to be competitive in that. That's the new way of recruiting. The Kentucky basketball player out here at a Porsche dealership, NIL mm-hmm. deal. Well, that's tough to compete with, and I'm not seeing it. 
Who, who's yeah. doing that for us? Let's go, Chris Kraft. Let's go. You know, Infinity's nice, but we got to go get uh, the Porsche dealership now. Let's well, go. Or, or just have an NIL deal with the Infinity dealership. That's fine. But, I mean, something. Right. If you need to keep listening to the top of the hour of this year program to hear the giveaway of $1,000, then go ahead. You know, and get your $1,000, and then let's throw it over that way. NIL. <laughs> NIL. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we need we need this stuff to, to kind of get worked out. It will in time, but I do... We worry about some of the commitments, not just the players. I'm talking about my fellow Knowles. Oh, you're going to call out the boosters? All right. There are behind-the-scene conversations that are disconcerting right now about and, – and I get it stinks when you've been bad, so it's that fine line of, okay, well, what am I supporting here? Well, you know, the only way you get better is to get better players. So, so Open yes. up your checkbook. So you yes. too. You too, sir. Sure. But, I mean – you and I don't have the kind of money that I'm talking about. Every little bit helps. <laughs> Takes care of an electric bill. <laughs> Sometimes a phone bill. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. I'm glad Lee agreed with me on this Miami game. I just don't see it, which means I'm going to lose it. Oh, that Miami's going to win by 17 points? Well, I mean, I got NC State winning the game comfortably. I don't, I yeah. don't, I, he even had it closer than I have it. I don't see it. I, I, this feels like a Wolfpack blowout. I don't disagree with you. So, I, unfortunately, that's not good radio, but I don't disagree with you. I don't think the Mississippi State performance is going to happen again in Miami, and I don't know that Miami's game to play. Boom. It's twofold. Um, I mean, it's, it is. It's twofold. I, I don't think Miami's going to be game to play either. I NC think- State's goals are in front of it for the ACC to get to the ACC championship game. We've got big games with Wake and Clemson still on the docket because I haven't seen them play head-to-head yet, so they have to, by definition. Which, which game? NC State... They haven't who? played Wake yet. Wake's right, undefeated. Right, right, right. They haven't played Wake yet. And they haven't played Clemson. Yeah, they have. They beat Clemson. Oh, they, yeah, that's right. They did beat Clemson. Yeah, they beat Clemson. God, Clemson is so forgettable. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I don't remember that game. And it was 27-21. I know uh, the score. Yeah. I know that it went to overtime. Mm-hmm. And it, Clemson needed overtime to get to 21. I'm aware of all of these things. But that's a forgettable team this year. It's pretty cool. Oh, it's really cool that they're that forgettable. Their offense is is not only forgettable, it's ugly. It's hard to look at. Um, now, I say that, but I, you know, if they if DJ would run the ball, they become a much bigger problem. He just refuses to do it. It's funny. If you want to go look on Clemson, because I, I do this from time to time just to try to further educate, like, how is this going down this path? On the one hand, you can watch game film or you can watch them play, and you can say, uh, they don't seem to have this. The interior of the offensive line is bad. You can say all those things. But, you know, obviously we don't watch every play, every snap of every quarter of every game they play, but their fans do, of course. So you go over to their boards and listen to them. Oh, they want everybody fired. I mean, they want that entire offensive staff fired. But in particular, they're turning on DJ as well. They're like, okay, so nobody told me that this guy would refuse to run. Like, they're getting mad about the Ooh. fact that he will not run. This is spicy. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it cracks me up. It's, I mean, it started with a whisper like three weeks ago. They're like, so the kid's just not going to run when he's got 25 yards of open field in front of him. That's what we're doing here? Like th- those kind of comments. Then it got louder. And then after the last game, they're like, oh, so not only is he not going to run, he's soft, is he? And then they just, they're getting, now they're accusatory. <laughs> now they're, well, acu- now it's getting ugly. This is how you stir the pot. This is how that pot gets stirred into the stew of discontent. I love it. I love it. I'm like, oh, it's getting ugly. They're turning on their own. You remember the stew of discontent. Oh, I absolutely remember the stew of discontent. Yes. You were the first one to cook it. 
I was, and uh, and you cracked up when I said it. Yeah, I remember you were like, funny. I like it. So much dude. so that I <laughs> he kept it. Seven years later, I pulled it back yeah. for this discussion right here. I love the fact that they're turning on each other. Uh, somebody said, uh, somebody posted there, Where's where has our offense gone? And the next post was, to the University of South Florida, the guy that was holding Tony Elliott up left <laughs> us. Oh, I was like, yes! Did you see them compete with BYU on the road? <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I was like, there it is. Yeah, that was me. That was me. That was absolutely me during that. I was sitting back reading that. I was like, oh, it's happening. I've seen this before. We've been victimized before. Now it's happening to them. I knew the day would come. Well, let's just keep that train rolling. Don't let it stop. Yeah, I want to be the Antonio Banderas Jeff. I do. I want to continue to click over there and be like, Ooh, it's happening again. Let them lose to Pitt this weekend soundly. See what happens. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV.